Today is Monday, November 21st, 2022. This is Quick Start from CBN News. A tragic shooting. We'll have the details on that top story and more. We bring you today's podcast with news from a Christian perspective. CBN's Billy Hallowell and Tragons Phillips are back to help me get through the news of the cray. Guys, happy Monday. What's going on? I am, you know, only one coffee in right now, but I'm <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. He's at least 16 behind everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. but way behind pace, way behind pace. <laughs> but uh, you guys are going to be covering this uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen has caused controversy here over his Santa Claus role here. And I just, I cannot. I mean, it's just... <laughs> Santa Claus controversy. I mean, people are people are triggered by everything now. Literally everything. They are. Well, but you know, that's if, true. Yeah. If you've had a successful career, though, you know what? Go ahead and just gaslight everybody for fun because that's what I feel like it is. You know. And anyway. you could honestly have just stopped at Tim Allen causes controversy right. because it's like if he wakes up and breathes, he's causing controversy <laughs> right. with half of the country. Right, and we all know why. So, uh, <laughs> but we'll break that one down, and we got a lot else coming up on the podcast as well. Uh, on the main thing, the economy, it's in such shaky shape that Americans are, they're drastically changing how they spend their money. We're going to have the details on that and more as holiday shopping approaches and the economy threatens to continue to kind of decline uh, with continued inflation and more. So that'll be on today's main thing. But first, we are going to get through the news in 90 seconds. And an attacker opened fire in a gay nightclub, killing five people and wounding 18. This happened late Saturday night. The club said the suspect was subdued by patrons. And authorities got there in just a few minutes, but it was the patrons who initially helped subdue the attacker. There's more details on this story over at CBNNews.com. Buffalo recorded 16.1 inches of snowfall on Saturday, shattering the city's daily record um, for the day of November 19th, which was previously 7.6 inches back in 2014. At least two residents uh, in one county died from cardiac events related to exertion during uh, shoveling and snowblowing. And Hamburg, New York, saw nearly 74 inches of snow by Saturday morning, uh, while a village uh, called Blasdell saw 65 inches. This has become the third snowiest November month in the history for the area. Thanksgiving travel could be impacted by the storm. And former President Donald Trump has his Twitter account restored after Elon Musk ran a Twitter poll to make the decision. Trump came in at 52% in favor getting his account back. Kanye West also got his back, but uh, but Musk apparently has limits. Alex Jones will not be getting his account back, according to Musk. Those are just some of today's top headlines. You can check out those stories and more over at CBNNews.com. Guys, the, I mean, I hate making Twitter a story, but Musk keeps just getting in the news. I mean, he just keeps doing this, and it's just, it seems like a... Like, He's almost, I don't know, It's it seems so chaotic that maybe he's just trolling us all to get us to go on Twitter. Well, it feels Trumpy, right? Yeah. I mean, like it, it's it a poll. Like, I thought yeah, we were going to have yeah. a content panel to make content moderation decisions and account decisions, <laughs> and nobody's getting restored until that happens. And then he's just throwing up polls and bringing accounts back. It's, it's the best part about the poll is that it reflects all of America. It was like fifty-two to forty-eight. It was like <laughs> yeah, every right, election split. we've ever had. Right, yeah. right. Though also, I mean, I'm sure he's doing the polls, and he was he'd already made a decision. He's just doing it to make people yeah, right 
angry or you know to get Engaged. attention. But I thought the Alex Jones response was really interesting because Elon used a Bible verse in his response to Sam Harris, who asked, "It's time to let uh, Alex Jones back onto Twitter, right?" Elon Musk and Elon responded, "Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven." And that was all he said. So just. I don't, kind of interesting that that was his response. Yeah, and he, and he also added to that. If you, I looked down when you sent that along, and he said um, that he has no mercy for people who use the death of children for gain, because he said his firstborn child died in his arms, and he felt a, the child's last heartbeat. And then he said he had no mercy for anybody who does something like that. So yeah, wow. I mean that that actually gave me chills a little bit. Yeah, every every experience we have shapes things, right? Oh. And so. You know, yeah. there, there you have it. I think Alex Jones is in an interesting category and, you know, I'll be intrigued to see where that goes, but it doesn't sound like he's going to change his no. mind on that one. No, and it doesn't. And, um, but it's just interesting to see Musk kind of like, you're right, Trey. I think it's Trumpian because he's just throwing polls out there. And then he's talking about, Hey, this poll has, you know, a hundred million votes or whatever the number was. I don't remember. It was a lot. But he's like throwing out the numbers of the polls and talking about how great Twitter's engagement is. It does feel Trumpian. Yeah, well, you know, make Twitter great again. That's the, <laughs> that's the slogan going into yeah. the next presidential cycle. <laughs> make Twitter great again. That seems to be what we're on the way to. So, by the way, and I, one other thing on Twitter is I just love the people that are like, oh, now it's just so toxic on Twitter. As, as, <laughs> as if, if it were just been so toxic. Yeah, like Twitter was this just utopia of <laughs> peace and happiness and loving kindness all over Twitter until now, until right. Elon things, came over. Things were going great it before great. Elon, uh, Dan, you don't, you don't remember? World peace all was of, almost weeks ago, it was achieved. going so well. Yeah. World peace was almost achieved on Twitter. We had it. We <laughs> had it. And then Elon came in. So yeah, ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. So those are just some of the headlines. As I said, head on over to CBNnews.com. Check out more. Uh, we're going to head into our next story now. And Tim Allen sparking controversy, controversy with his new show, The Santa Clauses. All right. So what, what is going on with this one? All right. So this is a Disney Plus series, and it's obviously it's a limited series, six episodes based on the first three movies, the Santa Claus films that started in 1994. And that was obviously a big role for Tim Allen. He played Scott Calvin, as you'll remember, who accidentally kills Santa Claus and then becomes <laughs> Santa Claus. Um, so this series kind of picks up where is he decades later um, as Santa now? The reason people are upset is there's this one off line in and they've only put out two episodes of this so far, by the way. Um, so so in one of these episodes, he's he's again, Santa Claus and a character sort of asking him, what's bothering you? What's wrong? And here's how he responds. Santa says, saying Merry Christmas to all has suddenly become problematic. And that is the line that ignited some liberals and progressives and others on, on Twitter, mainly on social media, and then really sparked a lot of negative press coverage. I mean, what are they what are they saying and what are the show creators saying? Because, I mean, people are triggered by everything right now, and it's just it boggles my mind that this is something that would cause a backlash. But what's everybody saying? Well, it started really from what I can tell this filmmaker, Scott Weinberg, he he tweeted the line out and it went viral. He's, he said basically, <laughs> you know, quote, it struck me as a truly weird thing to put in a kid series. Someone wants to stop us from saying Merry Christmas is not some random campaign. It's a low key effort to vilify anyone who doesn't celebrate this Hollywood, this holiday and a grown up movie. I just groan and ignore it. So basically the argument from not just from what he said, but from what others said is that this is part of like 
like a right wing agenda <laughs> to, to sort of claim that Christmas is under attack when it's not. Um, there's another guy who's a former or I guess he's a professional Santa Claus as a job. Um, and he said he spends a lot of his time trying to calm old people down because they believe Christmas is being taken from them and it's cruel. And so, again, it's just it's this whole war on Christmas debate. Again, this is a joke from Santa Claus, a fictional character in in a show right so it's just like it's hilarious to me that this is that yeah. this is triggering people i mean we could do a whole nother episode on what you just said there about how there are mall santa clauses essentially who are out there trying to calm down this legion of old people who are upset about <laughs> christmas being taken from them. is that i mean it feels like an espn 30 for 30 or something what what in the <laughs> world um so what what are the creators saying are they, have they responded to this at all they have. And this is what's interesting. And this is why it goes back to what we were saying about Tim Allen. Tim Allen is just lighting little fires for fun, I think. <laughs> I um, think so. <laughs> the, the show creator, uh, Jack Burdett, uh, he was talking about this with Deadline. And basically, uh, he was asked about the Merry Christmas line. And he said, quote, this is something that I just think is silly. But then I'm like, I don't know. I mean, look, we also had a joke at one point where Santa is on his rounds and they're going in for a landing and somebody's shooting something at him. And Noel, the elf who rides with Santa says something like a war on Christmas. And so he said, um, he said, no, I don't want to go that far. He joked, you know, so they were going to, they had another line they were going to put in about the war on Christmas and they chose not to. So yeah, obviously it seems like the joke was intentional, but again, it's in a fictional story from Santa Claus yeah. saying it. So everyone calm down. Right. I mean, it's almost like, don't take the bait at this point. They're clearly baiting you. So, uh, and achieved mission accomplished. So, what was the issue with the naughty or nice list reference? That was another one. Well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who wants okay. to watch, but the, the the elves, the elves are going through the naughty <laughs> and nice list and they're like sitting around a table and you know, there's all these little jokes, right? That are like pop culture jokes, uh, but they're like, I don't think we should call it the naughty or nice list anymore. You know, so it's like, it's sort of this like PC thing where the elves yeah. and Santa are trying to figure it out and he's getting frustrated. Like, well, you're either naughty or you're nice. Right. So anyway, just a cute, a cute little funny moment, but another one that might trigger some people. Yeah. So are there any truth to the rumors that the true meaning meaning of Christmas is sort of embedded into this show somehow. Yeah. So it's interesting because from what we know, from what Tim Allen has said, he, when they were going to do this series initially, they had like goblins and ghosts and all these other characters. And he was like, no, this is Christ miss. You know, he mm -hmm. went out of his way to say this. this now, again, people are going to debate Santa Claus, right? Cause that's another element here of, yeah. that might frustrate some people, but he said we, that they wanted to honor the true meaning of Christmas. So we don't know how they're going to do that. But from what we understand episodes five and six, which are the last two episodes in the series. And by the way, I don't know that the titles of those episodes are out yet. I think the other four are, are out, but those two we don't know. I think it's going to go back to telling the story of St. Nicholas, but then also in a creative way, honor the real meaning of Christmas. That's that's what we're hearing. That would so be we'll have to see. That would be something, guys, uh, if that were included, given the way Disney's gone lately, where they're just seemingly uh, single-minded on just trying to get LGBTQ characters in all over the place. That seems to be the only thing they care about these days. And it's even in Andor, the new Star Wars series that usually has absolutely nothing to do with. I mean, it's it's an alien universe with all different kinds of beings and they have to jam in LGBT storylines in there, which it makes no sense in Star Wars universe, really, um, because there's all these interspecies relationships and everything else already, which seems uh, to transcend that. But anyway, I digress. Um, you know, it's, it would be interesting if they were trying to put that in there, given Disney's trajectory. 
Yeah, it would certainly, it would be interesting, but I think it's funny that every year at Christmas they go through this, this issue. So they, they're putting this potentially in the, the end of the new Santa Claus's shows and those will undoubtedly be the top performing uh, Christmas, the, the, the top performing Christmas content they put out this year. I'm just anticipating that that's what's going to happen. They're yeah. going to do really well. And then also the the parks, they have a candlelight Christmas show every year that's literally the gospel story. And what's their most popular Christmas show at the parks? It's that one. So yeah. all of these executives hate the, it seems like, hate the Christian theme. <laughs> right. But then what's the top performing content <laughs> right. that they put out each year? It's the Christian Christmas yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can so picture it. It's, it's, it's just, it, it, in my mind, it has to be frustrating to them. They're sitting in their offices Oh, the Christian thing did well right. again. Right. And there's just somebody yeah. in there. And they're like, look, guys, I know we hate Christianity, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Look at the look at the numbers here. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, it's you know, it's also brilliant how they're rolling this out, too, because they they launched the first two episodes and then it comes out every Wednesday. I think it is until December 14th. Yeah. And so there's enough time between the 14th and Christmas for people to find out about the series. Yeah. And start it up after that. Right. So I think it, I think it's uh Tim Allen knew what he was doing here, but he doesn't mess around. He's going to do what he's going to do, which I, I kind of love about him. Yeah. Well, I think one of the other comments that's kind of funny, the, the criticism of his his Merry Christmas line in the show uh, is someone said, we don't say happy holidays to not offend. We say it to include. It has nothing to do with offense. I'm like, that, that's not true. Like, you've definitely moved the <laughs> right. goalpost here and it right. kind of like you're gaslighting everybody. Right. The entire, you know, why, everybody is so offended now <laughs> because the line is Merry, about Merry Christmas. So it's just, no, just be honest. You are offended. Like, don't act like you're not offended. Right. Uh, that's the culture we live in these days. Right. Everybody's uh-huh. offended, like you said a few Every- minutes ago, Dan. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, you know, look, maybe they're playing us all like a fiddle, but uh, it's fun to watch it all. <laughs> it's fun to watch it all unfold. And, uh, you know, Tim Allen uh, does get a lot of um, uh, kudos from a lot of people for standing up for what he believes in and 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 not caving and not bowing. And not that he's people are in lockstep with everything that he believes, but uh, I think everyone is refreshed when someone is just unwilling to bend to these bloodthirsty mobs that are out there just looking to cancel people all the time. So... Um, always good to see Tim Allen uh, standing his ground uh, on that front. So we'll keep an eye on that. But we're going to head into our main thing now. And the economy, as I said before, it is in shaky shape. Inflation's continuing. Um, the economy's likely to set to get worse in the midst of that. Unemployment probably going to go up. So, so how do we shift our approach? What are Americans doing um, in the midst of this? And there are some numbers out now, and they are drastically changing. Uh, how they spend their money, like skipping milestone events. Well, Madison Seals talks with uh, bank rates Greg McBride about all things the economy and spending and planning on today's main thing. We've finally reached the week of Thanksgiving, the season of being thankful. And this year, it might be a little easier to practice being thankful for what we already have because inflation is still wreaking havoc on Americans' wallets. Even if you weren't a couponer or a money saver before, the current state of the economy has probably turned you into one. A bank rate survey found that a majority of Americans are delaying milestones and activities because of the economy. It started with the pandemic and it's dragging on and on, making many wonder how long it'll actually last. So here with me to discuss is Greg McBride, the Senior Vice President and Chief Analyst at Bankrate. Greg, thanks for joining me. Great to be with you, Madison. Thanks for having me. 
this bank rate survey really puts into perspective the toll that inflation has taken on Americans. I think we're all too familiar with the increase in prices on everyday essentials like food and gas and this time of year, turkeys. But what are some of the biggest milestones this survey found that Americans are delaying? Well, you're right. Inflation has been highest and most consistent in the categories that are absolute necessities of food, energy, and shelter. And so what that's done is it's meant that a lot of discretionary purchases or you know that other big project you were going to do, that's the stuff that's getting put off. And so when it comes to major financial milestones, uh, the things that are most often uh, being set aside, home improvements or renovations and getting a new car. Uh, but it wasn't just the big things, even more routine activities or events, things like dining out with family and friends, uh, taking a vacation, those type of things also getting put on the shelf. Mm-hmm. It really pinpoints our priorities in America when you see where we're most likely to delay or drop our spending. So I think that's interesting. The founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, recently encouraged consumers to avoid big purchases right now. So do you think this advice and this trend that you're seeing in the survey is actually wise considering the financial climate? Uh, Yeah, I mean, when you have one of the wealthiest people in the world giving you some financial advice, listen (laughs) to it. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's those big ticket items, uh, those big expenses. A couple things. Now is really not the time to be sticking your neck out financially because of the uncertainty about what lies ahead economically. Uh, we, we, you know, a lot of estimates say the economy is going to slow significantly and, and likely have a recession in 2023. We know that means unemployment will go up. You know, given that, better to batten down the financial hatches, things like paying down debt and boosting savings, than going out and making those big ticket purchases. Uh, the other thing is, and, and I think this is sort of another aspect of what Bezos is, is saying because of his unique view uh, of things through it, you know, his founding of Amazon is that you may get a better deal on some of those big ticket items in a year. Um, you know, of course, supply chain limitations have driven up prices of a lot of those appliances or, 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 or just bigger ticket home items. But in a slower economic environment, in a recession, you may find some deals that don't currently exist. So I think his advice is you know, twofold uh, in that respect. Yeah. And I think you're getting into this, but I think that's what consumers want to know is if this is a short-term pause on spending or long-term delayed spending. So they kind of know how to prioritize their money because experts, as you mentioned, are saying a recession could hit in six to eight months from now. So should we invest now because things will get worse in the coming months or is there a chance a recession won't come or it'll come sooner rather than later? Well, I think you're better off putting some urgency on things like paying down high cost debt like credit cards. Credit card debt uh, is is reaching record highs. Credit card rates are already at record highs and they're still rising. So grab a 0% or other low rate balance transfer offer. Get that credit card debt paid down and ultimately paid off as quickly as possible. Work on beefing up your emergency savings. Only about one in four American households actually has an adequate emergency savings fund, enough to cover six months worth of expenses. So the majority of us have work to do in that department. And the other thing I would add is it's been a rough year in financial markets, but don't give up on it. Keep making those retirement contributions, that 401k contribution that's done through payroll deduction or the IRA contribution that you do through an automatic bank transfer. Keep keep on keeping on with those because yes, it's been a rough market this year, maybe a rough market next year. You don't know what point it's going to turn around. 
But when you look back 5, 10, 15 years from now, you'll be really glad that you stuck with it when times were tight. Yeah, never a bad idea to save. Good advice. And I did see that the credit card debt was the highest it's been in 20 years, I believe, is what the the stat was on that, which is crazy. And I think there's also still some eagerness to shop after kind of a halt during COVID as well. I know personally, I stopped buying things almost completely or ordering things completely because no, no one had anywhere to go or anything to do. And so do you see that playing into this a little bit too, with people still being kind of anxious to get out and shop or do things after COVID? Oh, never bet against the health of the American consumer. Uh, <laughs> you know, time and time again, uh, uh, you know, consumers, if there's one thing as Americans, we do well, it is spend money. Holiday season in particular, if there's one time of year where people let loose, it's this time of year. And, you know, and the, if you don't set some boundaries around that shopping, you can undo 10 months worth of saving and budgeting and belt tightening by going a little overboard in those last two months of the year. And as I said in the beginning, it is the season of being thankful after all. So it's never a bad idea to cut back on the splurges a little and practice being thankful for what we have. Greg, thanks for your insight and breaking down this survey for us and offering some practical advice going into the shopping season. And happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Thank you very much, Madison, to you as well. All right, Madison, thanks so much for that conversation there as we're heading into the holidays and people are definitely worried about the economy. So good to chat about all those issues. And that leaves us with time for one last thing. Yes, Galatians 6, 2, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. I, I love that idea of carrying another person's burdens, loving others more than yourself, especially this time of year. A lot of people are struggling right now. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And uh, just a quick example of that in our lives is we have friends who uh, the wife and her four-year-old son both have cancer at the same time. So it's been, we wrote about it, it's up on Faithwire if you search it up, but um, they've been going through a lot. And one of our friends had the idea to create a circus. We were like, what, a circus? But the whole community came together and um, it was just phenomenal to see everyone rallying around this family and uh, just, I don't know, really kind of encapsulated what, what that verse is saying in my mind. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the reasons why Scripture commands us to be in Christian community, right? To be a part of the local body of Christ, the church, is because we're not designed to do this life, yeah. to live this life alone. We're designed to do it in community uh, and to carry each other's burdens, rejoice when, when we and, and grieve when we grieve. We do all this together, and I think that verse just highlights why that's so important for us as believers. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Well, it was a great way to kick off the Monday, guys. Uh, as always, head on over to cbnnews.com, faithwire.com for more news from a Christian perspective. Glad to have you two back after a little bit of an absence there. Uh, we never figured out where you were, but... <laughs> we missed you, though. Yeah, skiing. In our secret trip. Yeah, in your yep. secret trip, decorating your house for Christmas, whatever it was. So, <laughs> <laughs> Lord willing, in that creek don't rise, we'll be back here tomorrow with more. God bless. See you then.